Welcome to the Crypto Podcast. You can find all our episodes on the CryptoPodcast.org. We're also on BitChute and YouTube. You'll find the links in the podcast description. I got four other podcasts, the Meditation Podcast, the Speaking Podcast, Learn Polish, and the Awakening, Exposing Fraud and Corruption, as well as being a podcast coach. You'll find everything on buyer.link forward slash podcast. My guest today in America, he's the founder of Advalorum, market royalty-based NFT marketplace. Please welcome Val Clayman. Thank you, Roy. Thank you for having me. No problem. So I suppose I mentioned you're the founder, but also you might just let the listeners know who's Val. Sure. I appreciate that. Um, so I'm the founder of an NFT marketplace at Valorum. And at Valorum Market is basically a uh, royalty-focused NFT marketplace. Uh, it allows for creators to create custom royalty structures, uh, as well as redeeming them, transferring them, um, and allowing them to create value for their their businesses and their their creativity. I'm also the founder and lead syndicator of Ad Valorum Syndicate, where we have 230 angels investing in seed stage startups. Okay, so that's a total separate thing that it's not connected to the Yes, it's completely separate. So I suppose let's start off with what's your actually your own crypto journey. Uh, about five years ago, I saw the potential to create something um, that is truly a value um, and that will last for a long time. And so for the past five years, we've been building the marketplace. It's been a great journey so far. Okay, so I suppose let's let's delve into it because there's a lot of NFT kind of forums or platforms out there, and I've dealt with a few of them, and I see a lot of the problems, but like what's different from yours? What what exactly are you offering? So at Valorum Market allows you to create custom royalties. So the marketplace is focused on small businesses and creatives. And so it allows you to uh, mint any type of value. Now, when they are resold, you're able to incentivize your community on how they are resold. There are three structures um, uh, within two separate categories of minting. And so when you mint, uh, you're able to create a royalty distribution to yourself upon resale, a royalty distribution to your uh, trader or reseller, a royalty distribution to a royalty pool. And all these royalty distributions are categorized by you. And so you're able to set any type of percentages you want, uh, thereby completely in, being in control of your token um, and how it gets transferred around the marketplace. Um, there is no other marketplace like it. And the reason we've created it is because we see an enormous uh, need to allow creators to earn for their work and build communities with it. Place like when you sell something on an open sea or rareable, it's not the same. Um, and we are also focusing on um, small businesses and creators. So we want our application to be used mainstream. Um, we're not focusing on uh, any kind of metaverse applications, although we're on the Polygon blockchain. And so anything that you use on the Polygon blockchain, you can transfer. But we want to focus on small business application. So our market is focused on trying to teach mainstream customers how to actually mint their tokens and how to grow their goodwill of their businesses. So I suppose, I mean, there's different types, there's musicians and everything. Like what's the kind of onboarding process? How do they uh, like start minting? Because I mean, some people understand that, but others don't. So just kind of take it from somebody that's never heard of the minting process. We try and keep it simple. Uh, originally, when you first get into crypto, you 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 complicate things, right? You learn things about, you know, wallets and blockchains and different, you know, all, all the different amazing things that come with crypto world. Best way to apply it is to understand exactly how 
um, it can apply in your business. And so in order for that to happen, we built a mobile app that is a tutorial app. You can get it on our website. It's free. When you subscribe, you get a Matic just so you can start minting. You mint in Matic and then you buy and sell on uh, the marketplace in our native token. Onboarding process is real simple. If you have a MetaMask wallet or a Trust wallet, you're able to connect. It's really not that difficult. And so we have a ton of tutorials on the website that we keep adding so that mainstream customers can understand how to do it. Uh, you have a MetaMask wallet, you have even you know a, a 0.5 Matic in there, you're already able to mint. Uh, and then as your customers want to trade it, they have to come on, buy some native tokens, and then begin trading. And with, say, the artists, because sometimes you can have a few artists, are you able to have uh, lots of different keys? Because obviously when you're doing... Uh, the followers and even if they resell, but sometimes you could have 10 different people. Is it possible that, that the split can be actually done to a few people? When you split the royalties on the market, <clears throat> the incentive is not to create royalties to different people because so we we don't allow you to mint a hundred or a thousand tokens, none of that. Um, I'm a full believer that NFTs are unique. They are collectibles. I'm a firm believer that if you create more than one of the same thing, then you're no longer creating anything unique. Um, if there's only one, you know, uh, number one Superman comic, these things are unique and they're meant to be unique. And the reason they are of value is because they are unique. And so on our market, you have to create unique collectibles. You cannot create um, numerous ones. So that being said, the same logic applies to people who receive royalties from them. The ability for people to receive multiple um, payouts works through the royalty pool that you incentivize. And so there's three different structures. One is the creator section, where it allows you to create a royalty for yourself. You can either set 99% or you can set 1%. It's up to you. Then there's the And that creator, can that be split if there's a few creators? Or must they kind of have a wallet and then share it later? Because some no, there's only one creator. So if there's if you're creating a token, you are let's say you are a barbershop or a restaurant, um, a musician or an artist, you are the creator of that token. You are the owner of that token. You are categorized as the owner in the marketplace contract. And so when you are creating that token, you receive that distribution. Now someone comes and buys that, they are the reseller. So when they buy and sell the token, let's say they buy it for one VLR reseller for two, then they are the reseller and they get a percentage of the difference. Then there's the royalty pool. And those are the three categories in the first section. The first section allows you the creator, the reseller, and the royalty pool to receive distributions. The royalty pool is your community. So when you uh, are incentivizing your community to trade tokens, you can create a large distribution towards your royalty pool. That royalty pool is then divided into three other sections. And within the royalty pool, you have the creator, the reseller, and ad valorem, which is how we collect transaction fees. When you're incentivizing your community, when you're building that community, you are um, allocating more to the royalty pool. And if you allocate more to the royalty pool, you will successfully build your community better. Okay. And with uh, you, you mentioned uh, Polygon. Was there a reason that you've went with Polygon? Polygon's number one, man. Everybody else is just trying to catch up. Polygon is uh, leaps and bounds ahead of anybody else building a layer two. Um, you know, their ability to build layer three and four, maybe even further, is just unmatched. They have partnerships with the Disneys of the world and everybody else. Polygon is going to take over the world. <laughs> okay. So, like you mentioned, barbershops and shops and stuff like that. So, 
like you might give an example of that so people can kind of totally understand it the way that it sure. would be done. The original idea of the marketplace came from me sitting in a barbershop. I have a friend in Brooklyn who owns a barbershop and he always has difficulty retaining customers. There's nothing new. You know, yeah, you can offer the haircut, you can offer the uh, creams and the shades and all that stuff. But there's generally nothing novel about a barbershop. Um, what you do is you go there for the experience. You go there for the conversation. You go there to hang out with the guys. If it's a male barbershop or a female salon, if you're going to hang out there with the guys or the girls and converse and enjoy yourself. And it's it's very much an experience and an ecosystem. It's a community. This community is what I find fascinating when building a community because the barbershop or any other business, the restaurant, you know, the musician uh, from uh, their concerts or anything else like that, or a celebrity, they have their own communities. What 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 NFTs are supposed to do are create and add value to your communities. So you're not really supposed to reinvent the wheel um, because you don't need to, you know. Um, so this same barbershop is able to mint a value into a token, into an NFT that they create. Um, and allow their customers to resell it. Now, the power of what we created isn't in just creating value through the token. It's it, The power is truly uh, amazing if you really think about it. Every single time you resell a token, you earn royalties. Now, you have to remember that our token is linked to something called a ULB, a unique lifetime benefit. So at some point, if a barbershop mints a haircut, a unique haircut into their token, at some point, someone has to redeem that haircut, right? So if I am a barber and I sell you a haircut as a customer and you're trading it with you know, your community, uh, buying, selling, whatever, or holding, doesn't make a difference because you believe in the NFT concept, but also because you value your relationship with the barber. If you value that relationship with the barber, at some point, you will go and want to redeem it. When you want to redeem it, you should be able to do that and then get your haircut. That's the simplest concept in the world. However, once you trade it and along the way, as you trade it, that barbershop owner earns the royalty structure that they have imbued into the token. So if I created a royalty structure of 80% as the barber and sold it 10 times, then I have made 80% times 10 of each set before even redeeming the token. What this actually does is it reinvents the entire sales concept. You're no longer selling your service once. You could sell it 10 times, 100 times, or once until it's redeemed. Once it's redeemed, you have to offer the service because it's part of the token. Then if you don't offer the service, then your words hold no value, you have no integrity, and you will be taken off the platform. As you resell the token, you're able to earn royalties along the way. The concept now of your barbershop no longer requires to serve haircuts, but to add value to your tokens and let your customers and your community trade them. That'll earn you much, much more. So for example, the haircut one customer is trading it with another customer in the hope of what in getting an increase in the price or there's subjective value and objective value right when you trade it between a customer a and customer b it can be for various reasons so maybe i am moving into the area and we have an nft map that allows you to see all the tokens kind of like a google map almost you're able to see where those barbershops are located so if you're moving into new york city and you see, oh, there's 10 barbershops and each of them is selling a token. Oh, okay, I'll buy this. I'll, I'll go and redeem it later. Oh, you know what? I decided to move away or I'm not going to need it. I'll sell it. 
You could sell it for a loss. You could sell it for a gain. It's up to you. The difference is probably negligible to you. You're able to not be responsible for that value anymore. And so you're, what you're doing is you're trading that haircut. You're trading that unique lifetime benefit. Whether or not you're in a positive or in a negative, most likely you don't really care because at some point you will still need a haircut. So that's kind of the beauty of it where you're creating true value. And with the marketing then with all the different, you know, whether they're barbershops or restaurants or this different service providers, is it more marketing within your system or do people set up like the Facebook group and they can give all the information on that or on the Twitter and everything? What's the typical way that uh, people are doing it? So in our version one, uh, we, uh, we we started creating a bunch of QR codes and uh, allowing people to post a QR code. But every single user has a profile page. Their profile page goes to a QR code, make a QR code on a free QR generator, post it on a sticker, and then allow people to trade it. Let people come to your store. As you list the tokens, they're available to, to be seen through a MetaMask wallet. You have to browse it through MetaMask. Within MetaMask, there is a browser. You use that browser to get online and, um, and, and and log into the application. Um, you're required to put in your email so that people know you're legitimate. You're required to put in your description so that people know you're a legitimate business. Um, and um, yeah, and then just put up a QR code, throw it up there and tell people, hey, you know, if you're if you understand crypto just even a little bit, you can visit here and you can purchase my token and then you can trade it. And if people see that you're offering more value, I, I, I like to think of the concept of, Increasing goodwill. Originally came here uh, when I was you know, eight years old. My father was a sign maker. Um, you know, we came from Ukraine. Um, we had to build our own value, right, over time. And so as you grow, you build your value. You learn more, you get educated, and whatever you do, you um, you grow with it. So even the simplest concept of a barbershop, everybody there at some point increases their value. So I believe that allowing value to be traded and tokenized on our app will increase the goodwill of each barbershop. At some point, you're going to want to sell that business. You know, we have a really cool example of a guy named Joe. At some point, Joe gets old and gray, and then he'll want to sell his business for more than it's worth today. Joe will list his business on uh, one of these many websites that want to sell the business. And if he has built up an NFT community, a true community of people that he trades with, he can trade his wallet and the private key, and then all of those customers and all those royalty structures follow with the business. That is true goodwill building. That is an actual value increase in Joe's business. If Joe does that along the way, he will sell his business for more than it's worth today. And the beauty of that, when you're telling me this, is a lot of the times when people are selling their business, they kind of lie about the numbers. They can kind of say their database is X. Whereas when it's on the blockchain, you can show it before and then they, they know exactly the way it is. So it's full transparency. Yes. yes, absolutely. I'm not from the real from the crypto world originally. In fact, nobody really is, right? It only started, you know, 15 years ago. I'm a full believer in transparency and integrity. Uh, and if you're on our application, you have to be a believer in that. And uh, the minute we get whiff of somebody doing something, you know, illegitimate or anything, you know, we will we will bandy. Yeah. Okay. Maybe perhaps not the person that's minted it, but uh, perhaps a customer who is doing NFTs on a lot of different platforms. So not that I'm a fan of OpenSea, but I have some stuff. When you log in, you see everything I've got. Will it be the same? Will people actually see 
year stuff on that because that's like a kind of cross promotion because sometimes people are checking out somebody or they see something that they've got and then they'll find out about is that are they able to actually see it as well on other platforms so there's two concepts to that right there's the centralized idea and then there's the decentralized idea OpenSea is a centralized business um, it runs a centralized operation uh, not that there's anything wrong with that there are plenty of businesses out there that are legitimate uh, coinbase is a centralized business. Many of them are honest and operate in the normal sense of the world as a business. There are also decentralized businesses that allow you to create and manage your own wallets. Neither one is right nor wrong. Dishonest, decentralized business, you will operate in, in a dishonest fashion. OpenSea has your tokens. If you take them off OpenSea or if OpenSea goes uh, turns off their servers tomorrow, you won't be able to see their tokens. If uh, Rarible does the same thing, or if we do the same thing, you won't be able to see it. That's it. You know, we are all bound by certain uh, inefficiencies in the market, but that over time might change. OpenSea's tokens may or may not be transferred to other places. I'm not sure. Our tokens may be transferred, but once you do, you will not be able to relist it on our application. Our application is designed so that people uh, retain value on our app. It's different. It's not the same as transferring a token elsewhere, right? You can you can make a token on OpenSea and transfer it wherever you want to. But if you make a token on our app, you have to buy into the concept of creating true value in the real world. You can see all your tokens, you can transfer tokens, you don't have to sell them. You can send them to others. It's up to you. Uh, but you have to do it within the app, just like OpenSea. And you mentioned that your kind of payment is through the token system as well. And like, what's it kind of working out percentage-wise? I, I believe we keep 10% from the royalty pool uh, designation. So uh, if you have, let's say, um, let's say your split is uh, 50 to the creator, 40 to the um reseller 10 to the royalty pool uh we get 10 of 10 stable percentage of the royalty pool um but we are bound by our creation so if our creation this marketplace adds value to you um, we will take 10 percent um but only in our native token we, we are not interested in charging fiat we believe in this concept a little too much okay and with ftx has that hurt you well you know uh so we are a, a new new guy in the in the in the sphere, right? I, I I've been I'm not originally from blockchain. I told you, there's criminals everywhere. There are people who, and I'm not saying one is a criminal or not. You could be a centralized exchange, you could be a decentralized exchange and still be a criminal. It doesn't make a difference. We are uh, completely bound by the rules and future regulations as they come. So as future regulations come um, and uh, restrict crypto because of things like FTX and Celsius and all that, um, we are going to abide by that. So we have uh, no interest in skirting anything. And I've just seen recently on Binance that, you know, proof of their reserves by the accountants, it's a company called Mazars. It was signed Mazars. So I think, you know, from your own background, if you sign it like, with a company name, it is not valid. It doesn't mean nothing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. When you run any kind of operation uh, and you're responsible for other people's money, um, you have to be above board and you have to be um, clean and honest and transparent. And any kind of wishy-washy statements draws attention 
And you don't want that attention. I don't know who's telling the truth. And frankly, I don't care. Over time, everything will be resolved. But um, I believe that anybody who is coming into this space has to be 100%, 200% above board. Because there is no way for you to improve this industry if you are not better than the current average of this industry. And the average kind of sucks right now. Definitely, definitely. And just yeah. with with the, the syndicate that you, you've got then, you might just kind of touch on that. Like, is, is there an investment closed on uh, the NFT platform or is that open? And like you mentioned 230, I think, the angel investors. So uh, I want to make sure it's very clear that the, uh, the the NFT marketplace is my personal passion project. It is outside of anything else. Uh, it, the name is similar, but it, it is completely outside of anything else. The uh, Adelorm Syndicate runs um, uh, seed stage investing for um, uh, seed stage founders. Um, I am, uh, as, a, as a founder myself, I am a full believer in adding value to other founders so that they can build their dreams too. Uh, and um, alongside uh, the marketplace, uh, at Valor means adding value. That's literally the Latin definition of it. The fact that my name is in the middle of it really shouldn't play a role. But, <laughs> but uh, it, it truly is designed to add value. And so um, I, I add value to my founders that I work with by um, advising, uh, discussing, uh, taking lead roles, um, uh, gathering investments for these other companies. Uh, the marketplace has nothing to do with anything, and I am not raising for the marketplace at this time. Um, and so I don't mix the two. One is crypto, one is mainstream. Uh, they are separate. Um, and the syndicate has around 230, I think 240 as of this morning, uh, investors. Um, we have an, a number of amazing deals. Uh, anybody who's accredited is welcome to join. Um, uh, we are investing in things like AI, uh, SaaS, fintech, blo blockchain, of course, Web3, of course, climate, wellness. We have uh, an amazing group of investors that are um, entrusting me to lead uh, these rounds. And um, it's it, it's an amazing experience. And I'm very thankful for it. Very grateful. And just finally, because, you know, kind of getting exposure for your NFT platform, there's so much different social media out there. I mean, I've touched on it before about kind of Discord. I don't like personally don't like Discord. I see that people are kind of going the Twitter route, but there's all different ones. What's your kind of twist on this? Which which ones work and which ones you kind of think stay away from? So, uh, you know, Advalorum had uh, uh, so many different social accounts in the past. We've had Telegram. We've had um, uh, we've had a Twitter. We we still have Twitter. Um, Discord is by far my favorite. Discord may be a little bit clunky to understand at first, but um, ability of Discord to um, build the narrative of your community is so powerful. You're able to communicate in every possible way. You're able to really pass the message of what you are all about. And um, I truly value the ability to communicate with um, our team, customers, uh, anybody who uh, joins our community through Discord, because it's just such an easy way um, to, to, to maintain relationships. On all these other applications, there is a tremendous amount of spam. Okay. And have you systems in place? I mean, you mentioned bots. I, I experienced a lot of hassle in OpenSea with bots. Is there a way that you can try to cut down on that? Uh, yeah. So in Discord, you're able to um, maintain bot controls. And so 
um, you know exactly who joins and you can uh, ban the user if uh, you think that the user is a bot trying to market something. It, it really is manageable. And which, with uh, your own uh, NFT platform, like you're, you don't have that problem with no. bots? No, no, we do not. No. Okay, excellent. Listen, Val, thoroughly enjoyed our conversation. You might let people know how they can get in contact with you. Sure, you can feel free to contact me at advalorum.io. Uh, there we have uh, everything you need to know about our NFT market. Um, and uh, if anybody's an accredited investor and is interested in investing in seed stage funds, please reach out. Excellent. Thank you very much. I'll make sure I put the links button, the audio on the video. Thank you. Thank you, Rick. Well, that's all for the Crypto Podcast. You'll find all our episodes on the CryptoPodcast.org. As mentioned, we're on YouTube. You'll find my other podcasts as well as the coaching on bio.link forward slash podcaster. And be sure to give us a thumbs up, five-star rating. Really helps. Until next week, take care.